Hey everyone, BT here. Today, David and I are going to be breaking down the new and latest Tom McDonald song, The System. For those of you who don't know who Tom McDonald is, he's a Canadian rapper who has put out some quite controversial songs in the last few years that really uh, speak to the problems that our country faces. And uh, in this day and age, it is a little bit scary for people to speak their mind like that, and it's also somewhat refreshing. So we'll find out where you fit on that spectrum as you come inside and listen to David and I breaking down the system. Successful people learn how to make their mind work for them. I'm David Nagel and this is the Successful Mind Podcast. of Full Throttle Thursday here on the Successful Mind podcast. First, you may notice that we are in a virtual environment at this time, so it's a little bit different for us. We're having some major renovations done at the uh, Team Nagel headquarters, so it uh, forced our hand to do this at home, but we used to do this at home all the time, didn't we, David? So this is nothing new. Yeah, we did. We absolutely did. So that's that's where we are. That's where we're at. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and just get started. Let's talk about what we want to talk about today. Yeah, so in our in our elite mind program uh, over the weekend, I was I was having a conversation with everybody. I was I was talking and teaching from this aspect that um, everything that's outside of us that's going on right now, people have to be very aware that most of it's just a distraction, right? And uh, things are very much designed to get. Uh, society to react, to hyper-react to a situation, to pick a side, um, to pick a person, to pick a color, to pick a sex, to pick something and then fight the opposition for that. And what most people don't realize is it's a complete distraction while the 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 people um, behind it go about doing whatever it is that they want to do. And as long as society is distracted, they cannot come together in a way where they actually find out what they have in common so that people can, so that we can build and, and fight and create for what it, the society that we really want. So they keep us completely polarized. That's the problem. So uh, I was talking about this and I was doing an in-depth teaching on it. And it wasn't five minutes, I think, after the class was over, uh, one of our students texted me and she's like, have you ever heard of this dude, Tom McDonald? And I had never heard of Tom McDonald, and he looked pretty scary, actually, on the picture. And I'm like, what is this And that you're sending me? And she said, just listen to it. Just listen to the lyrics. And uh, he, you did some research on who this guy is. You Can you say a little bit about that before we go a little deeper? Sure, sure, absolutely. Well, in, in I had not heard of, of Tom McDonald either. Um, after watching it, I kind of did a little bit of a, a, a mini deep dive into his life. And apparently he... Uh, he's from Canada, like you said. He uh, grew up in BC, um, and he at one point in time was a professional wrestler who went under the ring name of All Star. So um, apparently, he transitioned out of that into this this rap game. But along the way, he really battled with uh, tremendous amounts of alcoholism through his life. So he's had some struggles in his life, but. As of the pandemic, I feel like he's really become, uh, he's coming to his own as a rapper of sorts because he's not afraid to take on 
difficult conversations, difficult topics. Um, he's had a, a slew of different hits. Some have actually made it onto the Billboard Hot 100, um, a song that he released by the name of Fake Woke. I think that tells you everything you need to know about the kind of topics that uh, uh, Tom McDonald takes on. But uh, this particular uh, one we're talking about today is his conversation he has around the system, which I know when you first heard it, you were like, wow, this is, uh, this is pretty spot on. But that's a little uh, mini deep dive into Tom McDonald. Yeah, yeah. So I listened to it a couple times and and I was um astonished just how well he nailed the problem. And um I think we should go through the lyrics. Uh but the but to me this this kind of epitomizes the idea of what's being shoved in our face uh repeatedly over and over again. We go from one problem to and I should, let me just back that up a minute. We go from one catastrophe to the next catastrophe to the next catastrophe. And within there, there is, there is one commonality between all of these different catastrophes that we're experiencing the last couple of years and that it, there, people are extraordinarily divided within them. That is not by accident. That is by plan. And many people have talked about this over the last couple of years, but the noise is so loud, T, that people and they get and and by and people get so emotion about the idea within the problem uh, that they don't actually see that that they're being manipulated. Right. Yeah. And I've been listening. You know, I've heard many people on podcasts talk about this. Of course. It's one of those things that sometimes it gets suppressed. You know that we're in a we're in a very funny time around free speech right now. Dangerous time, not funny. I shouldn't use the word funny. There's nothing funny about it. It's actually extraordinarily dangerous. Um, but we're in this time where people's ideas are being suppressed if they're not following the narrative that is coming down on high as to what that narrative should be, and. I completely understand when 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 somebody so let's put it like this. Let's take let's take the coronavirus for instance. This thing comes down, it hits the world and every day on the news it is just balls to the wall fear about the whole thing constantly. When you're pushing that much fear at people, number one, the first thing that people should be aware of is that whenever a person is consistently leading with fear, their intention is to manipulate. Their intention is not to inform. It is not to educate. It is not to, to help you make educated decisions about choice. It is manipulation, and it is manipulation uh, in a direction of their hidden or overt agenda, whatever it is that seems to be on the table, which we'll talk about with, with Tom's lyrics here. <clears throat> so when this happens over and over again with fear, People become very impassioned about what the problem is or what they see as the problem or even worse, what we're being told the problem is. And all of those problems are extraordinarily divisive. When they're divisive, you're splitting the country down the middle. You're further widening that gap. And as that gap gets wider and wider, we're forgetting about all the beautiful and wonderful things that we have in common as people so that we can come together and actually work out our problems and our differences in a very civil, humane way, which is 
the way that we designed the country, we, de we designed, the United States is, is, is by design um, a place where for the first time in history that could be done. And it is in, in some way, uh, people have gotten this idea in their mind that they want to destroy that. And one of the ways that they, that they, have, they have known to destroy it, and, and I'll tell you this too, <clears throat> this is not new that people that have hidden agendas understand this. Abraham Lincoln talked about this. Several presidents have mentioned this before, that the United States would not come down by some foreign oppressor um, or attack. It would come down from within. And the only way that it could come down would be to, to divide uh, the country from within and it would, and it would break apart. And that's, and this is what we're seeing. We're seeing this in a, in a, in a really bad way. But so back to the idea that uh, it's interesting because one of the things that I've been watching is different individuals that are attempting um, in the, in the best ways that they possibly can to try to bring the awareness to what's happening in our society to the table and it's not about the individual problem but about the division it's that it, everything that we're seeing is a complete distraction and most people are not hearing it so one of the things that i've also done is uh you know our company is called life is now we have the successful mind podcast uh, the big idea behind a lot of what i'm doing is help help people understand how to think about the world that they live in so that they can be happy healthy productive but also now, since we're under such attack, the idea is how can we pay attention to what's going on so that we're making the right decisions for ourselves and not triggered decisions based on the amount of rhetoric that's actually being pumped constantly. Well, when I saw, when, uh, when our client sent me the, the link to this guy's um, video, you're gonna, most people have kind of a visual reaction to the guy, right? Uh, he's got kind of a scary look, an intimidating look. There's no question about that. And he's a rapper. He's an artist. And and I don't know him. I don't know hardly anything about the guy. But what I find very interesting was that obviously this is a person who has seen the problem himself. He understands what's going on. And in his unique way, he is trying to bring awareness to this problem to the people that listen to him. So he's trying to break into a different part of our culture, uh, probably a younger part of our culture, probably a part of our culture that is, may not be overly concerned with all of the problems because typically there's a lot of people that very often think that the problems that happen in society are older people's problems or that older people created uh, the problems and they don't think that they're gonna affect them. But really, uh, more than any other time in history, we're seeing we're seeing an attack on our society that is designed to change the history of the youth so they don't understand what this country is about and what this, what this country has actually overcome and worked diligently toward. Um, and I'm by no means saying that, that we're perfect. It's obvious that we're not perfect, but that the, the principle has always been that we try to work to better ourselves and to become a better country and our history shows this in the most unique ways but if we change that history and we change the problems that are actually the real problems to to issues that we actually don't really have that big of a problem with then you can 
basically manipulate people to your agenda and in a direction where it just splits everything apart. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it it makes total sense what you're what you're saying. And I think before we get into breaking down the system, which was the song by Tom McDonald, I, I did want to go back and address really quickly just the visceral reaction people might have the first time they see this young man. Um, he's a little bit intimidating. He's got, you know, dreads, he's got red contacts in his eyes and he's got yeah. tattoos all over his face. He's a little intimidating. And, and I don't want that to take away from the message that's coming out here because, you know, you'll hear people, especially, you know, those on, on the left and not to turn this into political or not, but you know, the, the they're the ones that'll be the first to point out. And Tom McDonald has been labeled with this since he started releasing rap uh, several years back is that the, the, the right wing fan base just clings and holds onto his every word. And, and part of what he's saying is very much what's going on in our world today. But the reality is, is these people on the left don't want to hear that. And I think that by him putting himself, himself out there, he's he's risk be, being canceled because he, like you and, and I and most of the people we come into contact with, are just really interested in the truth. But I just, I say that because we're going to include a link down in the show notes of this particular episode for you to watch that video on YouTube. It was just released last week. Go ahead and take a look at it, but listen to the message, not so much uh, the visuals, because uh, as as you pointed out to me, David, because I was one of those people that had like a visceral reaction yeah, the first I time tell. I saw it. I'm like, this guy <laughs> is scaring the hell out of me. And it wasn't until I started reading and listening to the lyrics. It, it's got a catchy hook. It's got a great chorus and it's got a great lesson behind it. But actually the story behind it and the lyrics themselves could actually be considered more scary if you start to think that this is the road that we're going down as he talks about this system that we're all a part of. So I just wanted to put that out there for the people when they watch it. Yeah. And the other thing, the other thing, and you, and you kind of mentioned this a little bit, um, certain segments of our society are making it where it's not okay for us to discuss the problems. If you actually talk about what the actual problem is, they're considering that hate speech. You know, the government's moving in this very interesting direction where they're trying to control what speech is right now. And that's, it is so dangerous. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, if, if, we get dictated what's okay for us to talk about and what's not okay for us to talk about. People won't realize this very fundamental um, right that we have. We will lose our ability to think. Speech is literally is the expression of free thought. And if we, if it, if it becomes not okay for us to think, then you automatically think based on what somebody tells you to think, and you're not thinking for yourself. And then it becomes dangerous, wrong, or intolerant to actually question anything. Um, and, and here's, this is the thing about this that, that really kind of blows me away. If anybody would have suggested something like this when you and I were kids, we'd have been like, they're off their freaking rocker. Right. Like, what the hell? <clears throat> but we knew a different history. We were taught a more accurate version of the history of not just our country, but of the world. Anytime that speech has been suppressed, forbidden, controlled, directed, anywhere in the world, it has created untold amount of pain and suffering and death um, in those places. And the only way it's ever, people have ever gotten any semblance of it back is through violence. Once it's gone, you don't get it back. 
Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. And they, and that's what we're fighting so desperately for. And we've had multiple conversations on this very podcast about this very thing, about the erosion of our, of our rights as, as Americans to have this freedom of speech. And when you start to be told what it is that you should say or what's okay to say and what's not okay to say, they're definitely trying to pull that back. And when they do take it away, you're never going to get it back. It's not going to be like something like, okay, well, we're going to take it away from you for a month and then we'll give it right back that we all know that that is not the case. And, and we also know that going back through history, we're a relatively young nation, right? So in a few years, we're going to be celebrating our 250th year of, of becoming a free nation. It's relatively young in, in the grand scheme of things. And the reason that's up in my mind right now is because I, I finally became part of the Cool Kids Club last week, and I had a chance to go and watch the, uh, the theatrical play Hamilton, like everybody went and saw so many years ago. And it was interesting because as I was watching that, I was thinking to myself, like, we've always had this ability to be able to come together and argue and debate to see what's going to move us forward. As of now, it seems like we've got people who are telling us what we should think, what we should do, how we should act, as opposed to coming together and having a spirited debate. And that seems to be where uh, the, the, the breakdown is happening right now. But it was just fascinating to see what was going on then back in the 1770s and 1780s to where we're at now. Even though we're relatively young, there's a lot of things that are coming back around and if we give up that any of those bill of rights or any of that constitutional right, we are absolutely, like you say, not going to get that back. And that's, that's scary to me. And I'm sure that's scary to our listeners. Yeah. You want it? Should we go through some of these lyrics? We yeah, absolutely. Read? When you went through and, and we, we don't have to go through the whole thing, but if no. you, are there some that stood out the most to you that you were like, wow, that is spot on. So I think first of all, the chorus is spot on, right? Like he does an amazing job with, with this chorus. Um, But the first two verses, let me just go through the first verse. And, And here was the reason why this grabbed me right away, because basically it was, you can see how they're teaching people to think from the moment of birth. So here's the first verse. He says, welcome to the world, baby boy. I'll paint you red and white and blue. The indoctrination starts as soon as you come out of the womb. Pretty quick, we'll make you stupid with curriculum at school. And if the classroom doesn't do the trick, we'll make you watch the news. Pick your team, right or left. Pick the red pill or the blue. You can vote, but even if you win, still everyone will lose. Don't forget to buy designer because Gucci makes you cool will prioritize material belongings over truth. Get a job that you can't stand so you can buy some cans of food. Go overseas and die for freedom. There's some oil we could use. Our democracy exists so that you think that you could choose. Now, this was a big one for me, T. Um, that, and, I was, and, and, and actually, this is exactly to a T what I was explaining in our program that people are given what's called the illusion of choice. And one of the one of the probably the easiest ways for people to actually see how true that is is you can see it in marketing. When the if you look at like, okay, if if their company is marketing to you, what is their overall objective? Their overall objective is to get you to buy. And when a person is being hooked into a narrative, and then they give you 
uh, the illusion of choice, which means, oh, if you buy this one, you'll you'll get this or you'll save this money. If you buy this one, you'll get these benefits or you'll, or you'll save money. They're not saying you could buy or not buy. They're saying choose between one of these two things. People then choose between one of two, those two things, and they think they've maintained their ability to choose when actually they were sucked in, they were manipulated, and now they're choosing between what the company wanted you to choose by. And he's pointing out, this is what's happening in the country. Our democracy exists so that you think you could choose, but our algorithms make you do what we want you to do. What's the problem? You're depressed. Society has you confused. We've got medication for you that you'll probably abuse. Go get married to a lady who also don't have a clue and pump out a few babies that are just the same as you. So what do you tell me what you think when you hear when you hear that first verse? So the the big thing that jumped out at me first and foremost was the indoctrination starts as soon as we're born. Like and that that's not necessarily just an indoctrination by the the red white and the blue obviously the, the our country uh, but it's also an indoctrination into a family unit. You know, you pull on your patterns from your parents um, and you pass those along to your children unless you become aware or you become woke to the fact that some of how you were raised is not how it's going to work in this day and age. The second thing is the big the biggest and that's the algorithm. Like when you talked about this, uh, you know, the, these choices that we're allowed to make. It's not a choose your own adventure situation. Like we are being directed to our choices and the algorithm sometimes knows us better than we know ourselves, which I know sounds weird, but it's been mentioned numerous times. So when I hear that, I think to myself, like I go back and wonder where along the lines this changed for me, because I always assumed I was in control of what I saw. I was in control of the choices that I made. And inevitably you do make the choice, but if you're being guided by this, you know, non-existent hand, then there's something else at work. And in the grand scheme of things, by some something or someone way more intelligent than I am, if they've been doing this since the dawn of time to get to this very place right now, it's what really, really scares me. But he touches on so many things there. He touches on our, you know, prioritizing materialistic things and wearing labels and kids being bullied and talking about depression and medication and and, you know, having babies when you shouldn't be having children at all. He, he touches on so many things. And that's only the first verse of this, of this powerful song. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you saw this, you were a school teacher for a long time, right. you and Steph both. And right. the stories that you guys have told me over the years about just this very thing, about the indoctrination, about how kids are judged, the conversations that happen that parents and children aren't aware of. Uh, that prejudge their children, keep them locked into mindsets their whole life. It's passed sure. from, from one teacher to another. But then, see, he goes into this chorus. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just read this chorus because I think this was, this was, this was very interesting. Uh, he says, welcome to the system. Everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white. It hates you all. Here inside the systems, is here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right but somehow everyone is wrong. Welcome to the system, everyone's a victim. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, it hates you all. Here inside the system, violence is a symptom. Fighting for what's right, but somehow everyone is wrong. And I thought that, like, he kind of takes it and puts a bow on the thing with that, because that, if you, if you just listen to those lyrics, 
and you look at what's actually happening, that's exactly it. That just, that ties the whole thing up. It doesn't matter what it is. Everybody's wrong. The right thinks the left is wrong. The left thinks the right is wrong. So much, I mean, and so vehemently and so so divisively that we can't even see what's right with each other anymore. I mean, when there's riots in the streets, when people talk about having people silenced and people should be shut up, people should be put away, people should be imprisoned for their thinking and their decisions, it is horrific to get to the idea that we actually think these things about our fellow individual and only because someone on high is saying this is what the problem is. This is not like society is coming up and going, hey, everybody, we've got a problem. These problems are being dictated by the government. They're being dictated by the news organizations. They're not coming up from within the people. And I think that's the major difference that we see between now and you know, various different times in history where people rose up and protested and said, hey, there were problems with things. The people came together and do that. It, and by the way, if you do that now, if the people come together and if they're of the wrong opinion, they're considered violent. Over yeah, it, it can be very dangerous for people who speak out on, on these very topics. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I mean, go ahead. What I what I really liked about it is that, you know, in what you teach, you know, you talk a lot about how, you know, we've got this, we're growing up in sort of a victim mentality, you know, and he talks about how when you're in this system, everyone's a victim and you're a victim to the circumstances. And as, as you teach, you know, people can rise out of those circumstances and many people do rise out of those, but the majority of people never, ever do. And when he was talking about, you know, in the first verse about, you know, you are basically going to be the exact same as your parents and the parents before you, it's very difficult to rise out of that station. So for the, uh, the, the power that the government can yield as far as, you know, making people be victims, I think that is extremely powerful and, and food for thought here, because you're right, we don't handle uh, disagreements and arguments like we used to. We, we get to a point where we don't even know what we're fighting for, or what we're fighting about. We just know that because I'm on this side and I'm not on this side, I don't like you. And I think that that's something that we really need to, to be aware of. Now I'll be the first to admit, I pay very little attention to anything that's going on the news. I wouldn't even know that this song existed had you not sent it to me. And you're always trying to keep your finger on the pulse of what's happening from a mindset standpoint. But when, when you're detached like that, and I see these people bickering about this or that and wanting to cancel this person or wanting to shun that person, it really makes me wonder, do they even know, do they even have any idea why they're saying or doing the things that they're doing? Because the, the, the powers that be, whoever that might be, and I don't know who they are, but they're, they're feeding us this narrative and that narrative drives us to make sometimes just uh, it, like illogical uh, thoughts that go on and we don't even know why we're arguing half the time. It's, it's really fascinating. Yeah, the, you know, the thing is, is that um, consciousness and emotional intelligence is something that a person has to become aware of and it comes by teaching and individual principles where they understand the idea of of responsibility first and that nobody's a victim. But when you take a group of people and you raise them inside the ideology that they're a victim, their internal experience is always that their problem is being caused by someone else. And right today, we don't talk about the problem. We We talk about the people are the problem. The other side 
is the problem. Used to, so you can't come together and fix the problem because the problem's not the problem. And when and with this, what I feel that this guy is pointing out is he's saying, hey guys, we need to look at the whole thing here because it's not the left, the right, it's not, it's not inside the issue. We're being we're being led to slaughter, you know, like the fatted calf. It, it's uh, there's something else that's happening here, and I think he does a beautiful job with this with this 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 song. Um, yeah, yeah, he sure does. And in, in the first in the first verse, he talks he, he takes it from the boy's perspective, and then the second verse, he takes it from the girl's perspective, and then in the third verse, he talks about basically the world as a whole. So, you know, when people go and listen to this song and they start to really, you know, entertain the idea of what he is saying, it's fascinating to view it from whether you're, whether you're a male, whether you're a female, whether you, you know, are, are, are non, you know, gender, however you refer to yourself as, you'll be able to see some of what's going on in our world. The scary thing, and you mentioned this at the top when we were just started talking about it, is that there's an entire generation of young people and I'm talking really young people who have spent a couple of years out of a public school setting because they've been in uh, quarantine because of COVID. They're, they're falling behind as far as how to communicate with one another on a rational level. Like I still use the things I used, I learned in kindergarten as a youngster on how to share, how to get along, how to play nice, how to, you know, how to speak your mind, but also not do it in a violent way. There's an entire generation of kids who are growing up that this is their baseline. This is their normal. Now you and I having being been much older than that, we can see it from a variety of different things. And, you know, history is doomed to repeat itself. And we are coming back around with some of those themes. But the scary thing is, is this is all these kids know. And if you're a young person who's growing up, you know, in the age of, let's say, zero to 15 right now, this is all they've ever seen. Political division, uh, racial inequality, riots, uh, you know, famines, whether it's COVID, whether it's national lockdowns, it really is going to be interesting. As we continue to push this forward if we don't have voices stand out and start speaking up and saying let's let's get to the bottom of what this really is and let's let's make a stand to what we can do to come together and become united again because we are after all the united states of america not the divided states of america and i think if we can do something now about that then maybe we can start entertaining the idea that that that, that there's a better uh, there's something better for us on the other side of this i believe like from your teachings that there's something good that comes out of all of this, but we get to a point, like you've mentioned before, where you're too far over the cliff, you can't come back. So it, it just really is interesting when you stop and take it from that, from that lens. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, that's basically all I have on this. I just think people should listen to it and really be very, very careful that they're not getting drawn into the problem and uh, that doesn't really exist and really take a look at the idea that that they're they're being led down a road where they actually don't have a choice and they don't realize that that's happening their choice is being taken away and they're being directed to who who and what the the issue is and it's and it's 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 flagrantly wrong yeah, and, and it's one thing that you've taught all of our all of the people who are in your TEM program, and you've also taught many other people who have set in on your numerous free trainings that you do. You know, every problem has a solution. Uh, you actually handed out some some wristbands that I that I wore at our last live event that says every problem has a solution on it, and I think that's very important. It doesn't say every problem has a problem, but when you look at it from the narrative that's being sent to us, it's like the problems are compounding and there's no end in sight. But if we look at it, that every problem 
does in fact have a solution, we'll be much quicker to recognize those solutions when they start to show themselves. Right. So now, I the, think this is really powerful. Yeah, the only difference in that is that you have to know exactly what the real problem is. And if you're, and if you think you're solving a problem, that's actually a fake problem. It's not a problem. There will yeah. never be a solution because they won't let you solve it. That's something that's interesting. Problems are happening where they will not let us get to a solution. They keep moving the ball on, you know, and they, and you can't solve the problem. So everybody just check out this song, listen to it and, you know, really pay attention to what's going on inside yourself. Yeah. And I would challenge people. They're going to be singing that chorus. I mean, whether they agree with it or not, it's going to get stuck in your head. It is definitely a, a, a worm, an earworm that just gets in there because what he's saying is actually quite, quite on point. So I think this is really interesting. I mean, we had a chance to hear the lyrical stylings of uh, the David Nagel do a little uh, rap bus there, just reading us some lyrics. I hope people definitely do listen to us and yeah. hopefully they'll leave us a comment down below and let us know what they think about it. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks, David. Yep. All right, everyone. Well, you've had a chance to hear David and I break down Tom McDonald's controversial new song, The System. Uh, we did put a link in that below. Hopefully, you'll go ahead and check that out. Uh, I would encourage you to listen to it and uh, form your own opinion about what's being said. But when you stop and think about, you know, how our country is going and the things that are being taken away without anything being given back to us, it's quite fascinating. And, um, you know, it's that's what Full Throttle Thursdays are all about, having conversations where we learn a little bit about uh, about life in general. So hopefully you found this interesting. Go ahead and leave us a comment down below and always uh, do us a favor, ring the bell, subscribe. Don't miss any of this content. We try to bring these to our uh, amazing listeners out there and you're one of them. So uh, until the next time, uh, make it a great rest of your day and week and wherever you're listening to this and we'll catch you on the next Successful Mind Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Successful Mind Podcast. And if you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to davidnagel.com forward slash free stuff.